0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a trauma-informed coach, professional singer, keynote speaker, and founder of the Fierce Academy. Please welcome Jenny Brown. Jenny, welcome.
1: Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: I love your story and kind of what you've turned like what you offer like what you've turned your life into your some of your fears into what you offer for people. I kind of want to talk about being um the being a performer and also dealing with stage fright. Mhm.
1: Yeah, that's that's something that people ask me about um, and and often are like, how did you do that for so long? If you're saying that you also had stage fright for so long. And I think that, you know, a simple answer for that is, I, I was just very good at pretending. Um, you know, that's what I do. I'm a performer. So, and on top of that, there wasn't a lot of, you know, mental health support or mental health knowledge, even at the time that I was that I started, which was in my childhood. Um, so it kind of, you know, things like fear, which are natural human emotions got dealt with by way of like, well, if you're too afraid to get on stage, then get off. Like this just isn't your industry. Um, so for me, that wasn't an option because performance was my everything and singing was my everything. And I thought, okay, well, I just, I don't have fear, whatever, like (laughs) nothing to see, you know? And I just kind of kept going. So it, that lasted for quite a few years before it started to damage both my physical and mental health. And I had to sort of face it and deal with it.
0: So what kind of damage, like physically, what did that do to you? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that there's probably like a few ways to look at it. I think that me consistently not dealing with my um, emotions and the the traumas from my past, let's say, would cause me to overshoot in many of the things I did. So it caused me to overwork out or it would cause me to, um, you know, use unhealthy coping mechanisms let's say um so that would be one way that the physical health could get damaged but from like a psychological standpoint you know obviously my mental health was just not it was not managed at all but psychologically the voice and the mind are very connected like your voice is your mind your voice is your psychology and so if your psychology is tense because you're you're you know under you know, you have fear and you have anxiety and it's this thing that you're like trying to bury and make sure that no one sees, like that's going to affect your voice. And there was a a time in my career I was signed to um, a Grammy award-winning producer. It was an independent label, but you know, still it was, it was a, it was a pretty big deal in my, in my career. And I, during that, that contract, I lost my voice for like a year because of all of the stress and tension and my lifestyle and everything. It just, it just kind of stopped working so
0: i think a lot of performers actually struggle with fear more than people know yes
1: yes i yeah. would agree with that now knowing what i know even just from like a data standpoint in terms of you know what people deal with from a mental health side of things like yeah and like you know again because the i mean especially the music industry but also like acting and the the, the whole industry is based on optics so yeah. um no one's talking about what's really happening to them because part of the success and part of them landing gigs is creating this, these optics that you are already successful and that you already have all your crap together. And, you know, you, you are like a superstar already, right? So no one's really sharing how, you know, what they're really going through behind the scenes. And the more you talk to people, the more you realize like we were all in this together, but alone. Yeah. Fake
0: it till you make it right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I remember in high school. So I was I was terribly shy when I was little terribly. And in high school, I was determined to break out of my shyness. So I took a speech class. And one of my my speeches I, I wrote was about Jim Morrison. And like when I started reading about him and like his he had an intense fear of performing in front of people from the doors, you know who I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. And so I thought that was very interesting. He's a great example of like, of a performer, singer, you know, entertainer that was deathly afraid of being in front of an audience. And, you know, I mean, obviously, he's no longer with us. But what an incredible, you know, he's an icon from that time. And we still he's still loved, you know. And so but I know for myself, personally, like being so shy, and like, putting myself out there, like, there is, I think, and anything worth doing, there should be some type of fear, right? If you've never done, but I think that like what you're talking about when you get to a point where it's just fear time and time again, where it's doing some damage, that's something completely different. So can you tell us how you attached that fear and turned it, turn it around to fuel yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, one of the, one of the simplest ways I, I can describe this because it's, you know, It's all wrapped up in psychology and mental health and psychoeducation and stuff. Um, But what I can say is that, you know, so human beings are sort of prone to um, if you've ever like read anything about parts work or trauma and parts work, human beings are prone to breaking these unacceptable pieces of themselves off and like burying them and hiding them from both themselves and society. So, you know, let's say you're ashamed about something or someone, you know, told you that some aspect of yourself is, was unacceptable, especially in our developmental years, we're, we're, um, you know, we, we get really good at kind of like breaking those pieces off and shoving them down to the bottom of the shame barrel and, you know, just kind of like leaving them there. And, on you know on my journey to to getting my education in psychology and doing my own personal work um i started to realize that actually the thing that makes us powerful is incorporating all of these um these shadows and these dark sides into our consciousness and and learning to become friends with them and learning to become friends with your your fear essentially versus condemning it or you know categorizing it as a weakness or trying to become fearless. Even, you know, my perspective is that fear, like trying to become fearless is kind of BS. The the point is actually become fierce. And that's the reason I spell it with an F E A R C E because you use your fears to become a warrior. You use your fears to become powerful. You integrate your dark side into your consciousness to become whole and strong. I
0: love it, yeah i'm I'm totally digging
1: it like I'm in alignment <laughs> with it
0: <laughs> fierce, yes, I'm a warrior, <laughs> damn it <laughs> jeez, I so love that you what your experience is what made you start studying psychology or were you already planning on being in psychology?
1: no, I had zero plans in being in psychology, and I actually never ever imagined myself to get an education. So I moved out of my family home quite young. I was seventeen and um I went to school for, I think a year and it was for performance. And I just, I just didn't have the capacity. I don't think to go through like a second, a post secondary education, um, or like a, yeah, like a college or university experience at the time. So I dropped out, moved to Toronto because I was from the, from the thousand islands. This is in Canada, <laughs> by the way. Um, and I, I, at that point, you know, when I stepped out of school and I, you know, decided to become a solo artist, I thought I will never go back to school. I will never get an education. I'm like, this is all I want to do. It's all I'm good at. It's all I've ever wanted to do. It was my everything, right? Yeah. And, you know, my, my journey happened. And about, I think it was in 2019, um, I got encouragement from one of my mentors to to go back to university for psych. And it I really didn't want to at all, sure. to be honest. Um, but I was... <sighs> I was really kind of forced in that moment of my life to think bigger, to think about myself and what I'm capable of from a whole other level and how that could impact my community and how that could impact many other artists going through that. Um, so that was, yeah, like my own experience, of course, struggling with mental health, um, and like getting therapy myself and, and getting trauma healing myself, that definitely, you know, encouraged me to select a path in university that aligned with that experience. But yeah, the university thing was, was one of the hardest things I've ever made myself to do for sure.
0: Good for you. So when, when was Fierce Academy born?
1: Fierce Academy was born in 2017. Okay. At one of the most like tumultuous times of my life. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Actually, the week that I launched my first program, I... I was going through a breakup, like a long with a long term relationship. So, breaking up long term relationship, nowhere to live. I found out that I had a tumor in my pelvis, and I oh. launched Fierce for the first time, all in the same week.
0: Holy cow! Well, you never yeah, know, it was what nuts. You can do until, you, until you do it right, <laughs> exactly.
1: Until you have to, right? Yeah.
0: So, tell yeah. us about Fierce Academy. Now, is this for people that are specifically in entertainment, or is it for anybody?
1: Yeah. Initially, like the inception of Fierce was in my mind gonna be for artists and you know people alike, like even entrepreneurs and um yeah, performers for sure. And and some of the language reflects that. Like it's very much focused on how to acquire confidence professionally. But the path to acquiring confidence professionally is acquiring confidence first personally. And that means, you know, going through this process of self-acceptance of your dark side, et cetera. Um, so as much as the aim was to help the artist community, and it still is to a large degree in terms of I want to figure out how to to serve this community and, and um, you know, kind of give them this material for free in a sense. Yeah. I'd love to kind of do that, just sort of create more of an, a volunteer relationship with the artist community with this material. Um as much as it was focused on that initially, I took quite a few people through the course and tested the market pretty broadly when I first launched it. Like I had real estate agents, lawyers, um, different types of entrepreneurs. I even had some people in IT. Like I, I went through a really broad spectrum of people and all of them were receptive. And so I do believe this course is for everyone because we all need to have and find confidence both personally and professionally, whether it's asking someone on a date or like leading someone in court, you know, for sure. Yeah, but my heart is with artists always. But yeah, I mean, really, it is for everybody. And I will continue to disseminate disseminate the, the material to everybody.
0: I love it. So what if somebody signs up for the Academy, what does that look like for them?
1: Yeah. So Fierce Academy is the name of my company. It's literally the the name of my incorporated business. Um but it 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 sort of does a few things. Like one, it publishes music because I'm a musician and so it's it's kind of its own it's got its own sector of music. Um it also offers my you know co- different courses and products like Free breathing packages, or my signature course, which is called Fear to Fierce, um, which is you know all the things that we've been talking about so far. It's sort of a guide to sure. getting in touch with your dark side and learning to use that to empower yourself. Um, it, it's also a coaching company. Like I offer group coaching, public speaking, one-on-one um, things like that. And soon I will be releasing a book. So in 2023, I will be I'm set to release a book. So Excellent. it'll be selling that as well. So yeah, it's 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 mainly the name of my company, but the products are heavily associated with the thesis of, of fierce and and the name. But
0: from fear to fierce, the, is that the course for people to like that are experiencing fear to get that self confidence? Is that that product specifically?
1: Yeah, that's right. It's it's I I, I say that it's a, an emotional intelligence, like a seven week emotional intelligence and mental health management course, and you know the subtext is it's it's, it helps you build confidence by way of incorporating sort of these unacceptable, um, aspects of yourself that you've shoved into the shadows.
0: Sure. So do they take that on their own or do you help them through it?
1: It depends. There's a do it yourself version online. That's actually quite inexpensive. Um, my book will also be based on that material as well, which will be even m- more inexpensive. Um, but if someone's wanting to do one-on-one or through a gr- group method, it, you know, we can do the course together kind of week by week. And, and then the coaching helps them integrate that material in a way that's relevant to their actual experience.
0: I know you've said that's it's kind of, it was originally geared towards uh, performers and retainers, but who would be an ideal um, client for this type of course?
1: Someone who's ready to reckon with their dark side yeah. and their demons, like truly that that's really the only re- the only requirement is that you're you're going to show up courageous
0: yeah.
1: um and that you're ready to do the work it's i don't yeah i really don't care what profession you're in i just want to help you and in order for me to help you you ha- you do have to be willing to face your shadows um it's pretty scary for some you know it is it really is especially the terminology right like facing your shadows is it's um heavily based on jungian psychology um he was you know jung was the the godfather of like shadow work like he came up with these principles which all of us now are all pulling from but if you you know i think people think of their dark side and shadows as like these monsters that are trying to hurt them yeah. but actually the dark side and the shadows are these like really innocent and sweet parts of ourselves that we've abolished and, and, and kind of banished into the, into the shadows. And if we really are able to sit in the discomfort of our own shame and our own fear and our own pain, what we'll see are these little innocent parts that, that are just looking for a need to be met. And they're not monsters. The monsters are the inner critic and the self-judger. And we need that still. Like it's, it's not, nothing about us is unnatural or bad, it's just learning how to manage it so it doesn't take over your life, right? But yeah. the monster and the the evil is really like this voice that we deal with every day, which is like the inner critic and, you know, I call it the inner trash talker. But the shadows are just these little, often young and sweet parts of ourselves vulnerable that are just looking for a need.
0: Very vulnerable. Exactly.
1: Yes. Vulnerable. Very vulnerable.
0: To be like um, nurtured,
1: right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: you have a success story i know you said you had several people that you did like a broad test but do you have a success story of someone that went through it and like what they were dealing don't have to name names but what they were dealing mm-hmm. with to how they came out on the other
1: side oh yeah that's a that's a great question um i mean i'm i'm really obviously proud of all my clients like and they've all been so gracious and so receptive to this work and so that's really gratifying but there's this one person that stands out he was a realtor and He was in his, I think he was just reaching his forties, going through a divorce, like just pure crisis mode. Mm -hmm. And I, I just watched him transform throughout the entire, you know, I think at the time it was five weeks, it's now seven week course. And I just watched him just absolutely blossom and come alive with this material and i found out kind of a few weeks later maybe months later that he left his job as a realtor and started his own business and like followed through on what he always wanted to do and it was just it was so incredibly inspiring a because he was in his 40s and and that's it's not to say that that's old it's not it's just that you know, usually people associate people with neuroplasticity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're kind of more in a box at 40. You're, you're like there's less association with neuroplasticity and sort of people are stuck in their ways. And he just went and it he just went through this crazy transformation. And I think also the fact that he's a male. You yeah. know, there's there's um a lot of um I think we all need to really keep hope alive for humanity right now in terms of both the potential of men and women. sure. And I just, it really was inspiring to see a male at this age in such a place, like sort of on his knees and a realtor kind of something that, you know, isn't the arts really at all. I mean, it's, it's its own type of performance just kind of just come alive. It just showed me so much about the potential of humanity.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I was inspired by that.
0: Give me a little goosebumps. That's awesome. So if somebody wants to work with you, where can they find you, connect with you, and learn more?
1: Yeah. I mean, a great place to start is to check out my website. It's just janiebrown.com, J A N E Y colorbrown.com. <laughs> and um any, you know, anywhere on social, if you reach out I'll, I will most likely see the message on Instagram and TikTok and things. And um, my handles are either Janie B World okay. or Janie Brown. Most of my handles are Janie be world. Um, and then Janie Brown is my website and YouTube, I think. Yeah.
0: Perfect. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So go check her out. If you connected with her message today and the different products that she offers, especially fear to fierce, go ahead and click that link and check her out and learn more. So we want to see you be fierce. Yes. <laughs> Janie. This is the part of the show where I like to ask for less words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I really really believe that self acceptance and forgiveness of self is the is really the key to life in a lot of ways. I've seen myself in some of the worst black holes of depression start to turn around when I learned some new element of self acceptance. And self acceptance, I want to be clear, and self, you know, very linked with self love, is not our ability to see ourselves in a in this like beautiful light because of all the awesome things we're doing. Right. It kind of like anyone can think they're a badass when they're crushing their objectives and, you know, doing all these things that make them look optically great. Right. But self-acceptance and self-love are being able to love yourself when you're on your knees. Yeah. Being able to love yourself with nothing. And (laughs) yeah, hell yeah. But, but it's, if if you can get there, like if you can just surrender to that self love and self acceptance in that place, I really truly think that there's nothing more powerful than that. Like that is your inner power, and that is, to be honest, that's really the thesis of being fierce. spelled yeah. the way I spell it. It's it's this ability to to accept yourself, flaws, fears, failures, and all, and use that as fuel.
0: Ooh, boom! Mic drop. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Well, Janie, thank you so much for being a guest today and sharing your story and creating more fierce people out there in the world. We appreciate you.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me in great, great conversation.
0: You are welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.